This is Rosie calling from Red Tomatoes. Hi, it's Maria from Red Tomato. How are you doing? It's a balmy Friday in late June at Red Tomato, and it's their first full week of their direct store delivery or DSD program, and the phones have been ringing all morning. Red Tomato is a nonprofit organization based in Massachusetts that is working to create opportunities for small and mid-sized farms in the Northeast to supply wholesale markets like grocery stores and food service distributors. So I work with Ooh, probably 15 or so fruit growers from Pennsylvania to Vermont and I buy and sell apples, peaches, pears, plums, the whole line of fruit and I sell mainly to um, large grocery store chains. I move a ton of produce at one time. It's early in the day but the team is already hard at work setting up for another day of buying and selling fresh produce. I get in at 7.30 in the morning before everyone, and uh, that enables me to talk to the growers before they go out in the field. So it's that early, this, this business. When you walk into the Red Tomato office, you step into a big, colorful, open room covered in posters and pictures and known affectionately to Red Tomato staffers as the pig pen. It's the front line of sales calls and collaboration, a place for meetings, staff lunches, and more. It can be busy and at times noisy, but it's also where a lot of teamwork and relationship building takes place. Staff cheer each other on as sales calls are made, check details on case counts and product specs, and problem solve when issues arise. Logistics and finance staff are on the second floor, and there's constant communication, both in the form of phone calls and visits up and down the stairs between staff members to confirm and adjust plans, problem solve, and make sure food gets from farm to store. Yeah. You ordered a lot. Awesome. When Red Tomato was started 20 years ago, Michael Rosine wondered how to bring the principles of fair trade, dignity, and transparency to the produce industry. So how do you take an approach to business that was really built on global terms, how do you bring that into the Northeast U.S., into produce? With Michael at the helm, Red Tomato had a big vision for changing the food system. And it all started with respect for how food already gets to the table to begin with. We've started with a deep understanding and appreciation for how the mainstream food system works. The fact that we have completely seamless 365-day supply chains available to most people is an extraordinary thing. The work that we do every day is to try and put those social values back inside that system and maintain the access to high quality food for people where they shop and eat every day, and a fair deal for the growers. And so the vision for Red Tomato emerged, a produce company focused on creating fair deals for growers that would combine products from small and mid-sized farms, coordinate the transportation and delivery logistics, and create marking materials to bring the farmer's story to supermarket shoppers. What does it look like to bring social values into a business transaction? Rosine explains the evolution of a concept called the Dignity Deal, which is at the core of every transaction Red Tomato executes. When I'm pricing with a grower, you have to get to a place of trust where you feel like they're really going to share that level. Sometimes it happens really fast, and the way we get there is through transparency. So that's one of the key corner posts of fair trade is transparency. That translates directly 
we're totally transparent as most food hubs are on the whole deal. The other half of closing a deal is figuring out how to get the product from the farm to the table or the grocery store. More often than not, success comes down to logistics. Nothing happens without trucks. Um, you can have all the money behind a fancy program you want, but if you can't physically move something, it's worthless. When Red Tomato was founded, they rented a small space, leased trucks, and hired drivers. A very logical way to get started in food distribution. But a handful of years into the venture, it became clear that the economies of scale enjoyed by the scrappy startup's competitors, which were large distributors, were not materializing quickly enough. The team made a bold decision. No more trucks, no more warehouse. Instead, the team forged relationships with farmers, truckers, and distributors to build local produce supply chains, using existing infrastructure across the region. Angel Mendez, who had originally been hired to run the warehouse, took the lead on coordinating these new logistics and solving some of the challenges unique to local food. It's not just food distribution, we're, we're moving local food, regional food, and we're working with wholesale markets. So most of the time getting into those wholesale markets, our volume is what they call LTL in the trucker road world, which is less than a load. So it's more difficult and challenging to move partial shipments. Connect them with the right trucker in order to, to get a, a good cost that for shipping that keeps you competitive on both sides, on the grower side, on the customer side is one of those challenges. Produce is a hands-on industry. It takes tremendous amount of trust to run a supply chain without constant hands and eyes on the product. So the team at Red Tomato has had to cultivate deep relationships with their partners. It all starts with the farmer. Rely heavily on the growers. They're the, I mean, they're the first line of quality control. And then usually we, we don't see the product until it gets into the store. So we're really um, counting on them to make sure they don't send out something subpar. And we want to be the best tasting everything, the best looking everything out there. And they know that. Most of them have that same kind of pride. Um, the growers who I work with, I talk to very regularly. And I think just the, the number of phone calls makes a big difference. Because um, you can have a great phone call, but it's easy to forget it. But if you have a great phone call every single day, um, then it definitely helps build a relationship. And the relationships are just as critical with the truckers who haul product for Red Tomato from farm to grocery store. Relationships are important in logistics because um, you're not doing business with the truck, you're doing business with people. But Red Tomato isn't just a produce company. Part of their mission is to connect shoppers and eaters to the farms who grew the food. Storytelling is key to this. It's something that we think people are looking for when they are choosing their food, and that can be hard to come by. So telling those stories and making the people behind the food real can make those values and what went into producing that food also real. And that's very powerful. So telling those stories is something that we feel like can be a very powerful way of giving farmers an identity and some visibility in a supply chain that can otherwise be very anonymous. In one of our supply chains, we put case labels on all of our cases. We ask our farmers to do that. Um, and it's a, a custom case label for the farm. Uh, and the idea is that 
that makes it easier for the back room to link the produce that's on their shelves to the farm. Uh, and it gives it kind of that crucial link that's oftentimes missing uh, and making it easier to market local and know that what's local, what's on your shelves is local. Despite the inevitable logistical challenges of moving a perishable product through a supply chain logistics with no trucks, it is clear that this team has a lot of passion for what they do. I thoroughly enjoy learning, and I think that's another great thing about my job. Probably interacting with the growers is my favorite part about working with Red Tomato. I like to be in the middle of all this stuff, and so it's it's crazy, but but that's part of what I love about the job is really that there's, we're always striving for continuous improvement and being challenged all the time on taking on new things and learning new things. I get to work on a cause that I'm passionate about with people that I like that relies on skill sets that I'm good at. <laughs> Working with such a wonderful team, we're so dedicated to, to the cause and what we do here. When a difficult product arrives in, in exquisite condition and tastes fabulous. That's, I'm, at, I'm at the peak of my game. So <laughs> that's, the, that, that's something I completely love. I love telling the stories of farmers and everyone who is often invisible in the supply chain. internal metrics for success is that Red Tomato be a fun place to work. It's, for me as an employee and as a leader in this organization, it's great when we can execute on what we've promised our growers and our customers, but we need to be able to do it in a way where people are excited to come to work every day, where we enjoy spending a meal together, and that means that we also have to build the organization in a way that supports and rewards its staff. And not surprisingly, the team blows off steam now and then. We use the Nerf guns to communicate. Uh, Gideon usually has headphones in, so this is the best way to get his attention. <laughs> Marie and I don't shoot each other because we're so close and we have great communication anyways. And Laura... Marie also lost hers. And Laura likes to try and shoot at her door, but nine times out of ten, she misses and it just bounces off back at her. As Red Tomato winds down the season and celebrates 20 years of mouthwatering strawberries, crispy apples, and tomatoes that taste like they used to, it is clear that there are many exciting things to come in the next 20 years from this dedicated and extended team of farmers, farm workers, truckers, buyers, grocers, and chefs. The quality of people that come to this organization and dedicate their time and effort, whether it's growing the food, helping the food move, or telling the story to the shoppers, is deeply inspirational. Uh, Laura Edwards-Orr, Executive Director. So I'm Michael Rosine, founder of Red Tomato, but my new job just title is Evangelist. I am Maria Mastandino and I'm the Supply Chain Manager. My name is Rosie Schleining. I am Supply Chain Associate. My name is Gideon Burdick. I am the Marketing and Development Associate. So my name is Angel Mendez. I'm Director of Operations. My name is Omari Hales. I am the 
Logistics Finance Associate. My name is Jenna and I'm the bookkeeper. Sue Futrell and I'm the Director of Marketing. Uh, red bead bunches, uh, 20 pound broccoli case, which is a standard pack. Uh, they're crowns, not um, bunches. Uh, red radish bunches, uh, rhubarb, green leaf, red leaf, and romaine lettuce, which is an awesome thing to have for Massachusetts this time of year. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, and then we've got organic beets, organic collard greens, all kinds of organic kale, red, uh, red curly, Tuscan, more lettuce, all organic, um, organic mustard greens, organic Swiss chard. They only do the rainbow chard, which is great because that's the best kind. Uh, and then from New Jersey, we've got arugula, beets, all kinds of cabbage, cilantro, collard greens again, cucumbers, pickling cucumbers, dandelion greens, dill endives, kale, and both zucchini and, and yellow sprouts. In 2017 marks 20 years for Red Tomato. You can learn more about their work and go behind the scenes of local at www.righteousproduce.com. This piece was produced, edited, and narrated by Hannah Mellion with help from Laura Edwards-Orr, Gideon Burdick, and Sue Futrell. Music is licensed under Creative Commons license and includes On and On and Warm by Hook Sounds, Mountain Sun by Jason Shaw, and Chiado by Jazar.